Did I not say it right? Maddie Gascar. It's there's no there's, there's no Maddie Gascar. Yeah. No, no it's, it's, I in that word or E. I just make it up as Maddie I go Gascar. along. Coming to you from Beer Snob City, it's Beer Plus Three, where we attempt to solve the world's problems one beer at a time. Today we have the president of PewDiePie's fan club, it's Mike Zamora. God, I hate that guy. I've only <laughs> seen him like twice, but man, I'd smash his brains in. He's really annoying, and he makes like four million a year at that shit. And let's not leave out Washington's most professional intern, Bree Edwards. Finally, due to an unforeseen gastronomical uh, affliction, our very own Rick Anderson will be played by an understudy. Hi. <laughs> How are you doing? Now on to our sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Wiener Spritzel. Ladies, are you tired of dealing with your husband's ADD or all-day dick? Fed up with him coming home from a long day at the docks and waving that smelly thing in your face? Yuck. Wouldn't it be nice if his sweaty, nasty junk smelled like your favorite German cuisine? Well, now you can with Wiener Spritzel. <laughs> Order today to get your can of this all-new, environmentally safe, gluten-free Wiener Spritzel and spray away that all-day dick smell. Our patented oil-based, mostly carcinogen-free formula comes with a guarantee five-minute dry time so you can go from stanky to wanky without any interruptions to your day. Wiener Spritzel comes in a wide selection of flavors, including breaded veal, Gelbwurst, Bierwurst, Kolschwistand, and, you vegans, sauerkraut. <laughs> Koschlik. <laughs> so, say auf Wiedersehen to your stinky schwans and hello to a better-tasting sausage. Get your Wiener Spritzel today. Wow. Um, and I've been using wet wipes this whole time. I know, I know. Man, this is, what a step up. I cannot wait to get my hands. I think, I think we all get a free uh, sample at some point. Uh, well, I hope Rick doesn't hoard it all, again, you know. <laughs> well, it, that, that, that commercial came, um, I did a little bit of changes, but it came from uh, our very own. I think he used a little much on his Vina on a Schwarza. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's important to stay fresh down there. I mean, you never know. Well, yeah. yeah. You never and know when somebody's going to go down. I think there. every woman loves the taste of uh, blood sausage, or at least the smell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and if you're going to have some wiener, why not have some wiener schnitzel? Oh, yeah, exactly. Wiener schnitzel. Wiener schnitzel. A spritzel, yeah. It's very good. Mm. good. No? Dated a German for a couple of years. Had a lot of schnitzel in my day. Kind of over it. Had a lot of schnitzel in your day? <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Lots of schnitzel. He was, he was fond of feeding you the schnitzel, huh? <laughs> His mom was. Very, very German mom. Hmm. Right on. Everybody hanging out naked, doing their thing. Eating schnitzel. Eating schnitzel. But what are you going to do? Eat the schnitzel. Eat the schnitzel. Yeah. Eat the schnitzel. Because they're Germans. And if you don't eat your fish schnitzel... Seriously, actually, yeah, yeah, definitely. German is one. Germans are one of those cultures where you food is a thing that you do. It's like the same with Scandinavians. It's, it's a very Bavarian European thing to just like if you don't eat all your food, you're insulting your host. So it's kind of like it's they like will serve you in 
inhuman amount of food, and they're like, eat it up, eat it up, and then you eat as much as you can, and they're like, no, you must still be hungry. Hold on. Here. Just take some more. I'm like, no, please, God, stop. See, this is why I like the Japanese, because it's insulting if you eat all their food at the at, at one time. I mean, because it means they didn't make enough, so... You can just eat half and take it home. It's good. All right. So does that carry through to the bedroom? Is that, are those the guys that have all the food fetishes? Wouldn't surprise me. No. Oh well, then you don't have Maybe. firsthand knowledge. Well. No. Yes. I, I you, do, you, you, but you, we don't talk about that. No. No. That that I have made promises to to keep private amongst my partners. Well, you've already spilled the beans now. Mm. No, I haven't. I've had more than one partner in my life. That was German? That was German? That wasn't German. That one wasn't That's German. That's Comic Book Girl 19. Comic Girl 19, yes. She looks amazing. Yeah. I'm sure that I'd like to listen to her podcast. Uh, I'm not sure which character she's playing here. I don't know if any of our fans have listened to Comic Girl 19. If they do, they probably don't have time for us in their life. Well, she, does, she is quite prolific, so... Yeah. In, in putting out videos and all kinds of different stuff. So. More than PewDiePie? No, no one's as prolific as PewDiePie. PewDiePie is uh, the Let's Play king yeah. of the internet, YouTube. He's the highest paid YouTuber in the world. Woo. Making millions upon millions of dollars. I'm pretty sure Asa Akira stopped in at once with PewDiePie and they did an episode together. But uh, Yes, I think I saw that, yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's the only time I saw it. Yeah, she, I don't know. She, maybe it was jealousy. You know, maybe I wanted. Maybe I wanted. He's a handsome own. guy. Yeah. I must admit, he's, he's quite the handsome guy. He's got that Nordic thing going on. I don't know. No? What you're talking about PewDiePie. Wow. I've I just finished graduate school. I've been under a rock for the last two years. So yes, but I'm 42. I'm not supposed to know who. I did a quiz today. Like uh, we can tell your uh, age is like one of the stupid BuzzFeed Buzzfeed saying we can tell your age by um, how you play video games. And then they gave me a bunch of questions. Mine was teen. I'm like <laughs> of course. Well, what, what were the questions that led you to being a teen? I, now now I'm curious. Um, I not all of my questions ended up being about Zelda or or you know Mario Brothers. Yeah, I think is really the what Nintendo they were kind of generation. Yeah, they, those ones usually peg me for late twenties generally, which is eh, about right because I, yeah. I'm, I'm very much a nineties kid because I, I was born in the very late eighties, so technically nineties kid, and so I, I understand everything about the nineties, but then you get into like the two thousands, and I'm like, I don't know. There's, there's more than one hundred and fifty Pokemon. What? When did that happen? That and was actually one of the questions. Yeah. I just put five hundred plus. I don't. The, the, oh, oh no! I put. I put. I have to check my Pokédex. Yeah. Pokédex. <laughs> yeah. Because I because when I when I was growing up, it was just one hundred and fifty, and like I had that Poké rap memorized. Yeah. And now there's just too many of the raps. Not. Yeah, it just goes know. on forever. Yeah, so they're usually like, huh, you lost touch about the time you got into high school, so we're just gonna tack on another ten years, and that's how old you are." And I'm like. Fair enough. Well, see that I think that's that's one thing that I did is is when I got into high school, I I wasn't playing like D and D anymore. I didn't do a lot mm. of that stuff. It was mostly you quit D and D in high school. Is that yeah? I I, d- I did. Uh, it was middle school was all D and D, and then high school no D and D, but all like I was on stage all the time. We were you know, I I was active in in the acting thing in high yeah. school, and then or drama department, whatever you want to call it, and then and dealing drugs. And <laughs> and then after high school, I started every artist D&D needs again. to support themselves. I mean, you know, and absolutely, I mean, yeah. absolutely, it's, and that's a really good career to be in if you are a 
you know, uh-huh. if you don't want to be the starving artist. Yeah, I just started working when I was 15, and that was the end of it. I was in college, high school, and working a full-time job, so... Mm-hmm. Oh, I did the same. I had two after, jobs. After school, I was the stage design and um, musical band, so I had after-school activities, and I'd get home at 10 o'clock Wait, at night. Wait, a musical band? Are for you mus- sure for, about for that? For stage bands? <laughs> yeah, for stage... No, I, I meant to say stage band, but I, my brain's not quite functioning because I spilled... Well, it, it is quite early in the morning. I spilled all my coffee without drinking it. I told you there's coffee right I know. There. I've got to get through this one first. Oh, okay, okay. She Double. Likes, she likes it iced with, like, flavor. No, actually, Ugh. I don't. I like it black, like my heart. Yeah. Uh, that's like, far from being this, black. This one, nice. though, has um, six <laughs> shots of espresso and drip coffee in it, so I have to have cream in it. Otherwise, it just burns in my, a hole in my esophagus. So, Well, that needs more <laughs> holes in it anyway. Yeah. More holes is good. It's uh, a, called a crowbar. It's supposed to pry your eyeballs open. Yeah. I was going to go with the Cuban Missile Crisis today, but I decided that... What is a Cuban... I knew what the Cuban Missile Crisis is, but what is the So drink? have you ever had a Cuban before? A Cuban sandwich? Yes, a I've cu- had a Cuban, Cuban sandwich. coffee. No. So it's it's um, a combination of espresso and coffee and a little dash of cream or sugar. And a Cuban Missile Crisis is what the Black Drop has like coined it because they double the order. So usually I have about four to five shots of espresso and drip coffee. Holy shit. And then two sugars. So it's an American Cano with sugar and cream in it. Kind of. I can't remember what else they do to a Cuban. Oh, no, that, I think different. that's Ameri- actually a, a shot. Or No, what's it called? They had it. Had them shot at work. in the dark is when yeah. you have a shot of espresso with a full cup of with coffee. Cup but of this cup, is yeah. um, but with this a Cuban. More. It's more espresso than it is yeah. anything else. Okay. And I can, that sounds like something I'd be into. It's really good. And it's, then you, it sounds like kid stuff to me. I mean, I you know I come from just, a generation where we have lattes and cappuccinos. Oh, what a girl! Coffee, americanos. This shit's crazy to me. <laughs> Anyways, I just like having drinks called crowbars and Cuban Missile Crisis. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I just like my 16 ounce soy latte, which is yeah. what I repeat I just, everywhere. And th- to this day, except for in Mexico, they didn't they didn't correct me, but here they always correct me. No, it's a grande latte. Um, no, I order by the ounces, <laughs> and I tell them to go shove it. They say grande. That was something oh, that you Starbucks started. So, excuse me, Starbucks started that shit, and it's gone that crazy. That was caught perfectly on mic too. I know. Burp. <laughs> I've been eating bacon and coffee and beer at the same time. Nice. Anyways. Um. Yeah. No. That's a Starbucks thing. I go everywhere and ask for just by the ounce size because I don't. Fucking. I'm not gonna buy into that shit. And then, but what's funny though is I I went up to Canada and I asked for a 16 ounce coffee and they just kind of stared at me blankly for a while. No, it's like 315 uh, milliliters. They're like, like I I remember actually going. I was at a Tim Hortons and I was I was on and I was on a date with this dude that probably shouldn't have been dating. It's extra large, double double or nothing. Yeah. I went up there. I was like, I want 16 ounces. They're like, I'd we like don't know ounces. It's like, well, then I'll have, um, what is it called? A grande. And they're like, I don't know what grande means. And I was like, oh, they were a medium. Can I have a medium, please? Just a medium drink. Oh, okay. You want a medium? Oh, totally. I know what that means, eh? Yeah. That's easy. The middle cup. <laughs> I want the middle cup. Why were you trying to complicate things for them? Because I 16 ounces is pretty easy unless you're in every other country besides America. Hey, they understood me in, in Mexico. And I was in Mexico City, Mexico, 16 ounce soy latte, and they're like, Ooh. Yeah, I don't know. But what are you going to do? It's a pinche wet out, turned around. He's going to take whatever we give him. <laughs> it's 14 ounce The guy latte. I was on a date with thought I was really cute <laughs> trying to order my coffee in, in Canada, though. Right on. I generally just ask for the double-double. And then regret it about two hours later. But mm. it's still awesomely, disgustingly delicious. It is the best, worst coffee you'll ever have. Was it crazy? Craig, you're still trying to remember some I, dude you dated from Canada. You yeah. had my boyfriend's Canada. 
You know, if you <laughs> if you see him so few times that you can't remember his name, is it really dating or just hooking up? Oh, definitely hooking, hooking up, up. But it was really hooking. bad. But it was kind of this weird thing for about six months, and we hooked up a couple times, and then I just kind of forgot about him. It petered out. <laughs> uh, oh wait, it's Canadian, so it's. Peddered out. <laughs> well, his, his, I guess his ex-girlfriend threatened to kill herself if he kept dating me, so I don't know. I don't really care. He was 36 and his balls were in his ex-girlfriend's purse, and I don't find that attractive. So, Well, how'd they get there? That's terrible. I don't know. but She must have had the snappy nappy. <laughs> the snappy nappy? What is that? The snappy nappy is the one that never leaves you, right? The snappy nappy is the one that gives you it so good, you, you, sleep, you when you go to sleep at night, you dream about it. And oh, the crazy girlfriend, yeah. That's right. Yeah. She's the one that keeps them safe for you, you know? She takes them from you and keeps them safe, and occasionally you get them back. Huh. But not very often. And right. even when you get them back, they're not really back, because you know they could be gone at any moment. <laughs> I suppose so. I don't know. I wouldn't, I'm not sure I know about the snappy wappy or whatever you just said. So, snappy dappy do? You know, while we're on the, the, the subject of kids and you guys being graded on these, these game tests as, as being children, I spent Friday evening surrounded by kids. It was kind of interesting. Surrounded by kids? Surrounded by kids. It felt like it was kind of like a romper room. Uh, on Friday night, uh, a couple of friends of ours, the twins, were having their 40th birthday, and they decided uh, oh, at, yeah. at 40, you know, you have this kind of existential crisis, maybe. I don't know what it is. But at some point, you kind of figure, let's go try to relive all those moments again. So we're going to go do a beer crawl in Bellingham on a Friday night. <laughs> oh, good luck with that, guys. Yeah. I can't say that I didn't have a, a, a fun time. It, it was certainly fun, but uh, as I was in the bar... I'm looking around, and I'm almost the oldest guy here. In fact, I was pretty sure I was the oldest guy in the Oh, bar. I saw that thread, yeah. I yeah. commented on something. And, of it. you know, I was kind of okay with it because the beer was two bucks. All night long, I kept having beer, two dollars. Was it good beer, though? Was it like uh, rumors that had like the... Oh, uh, the... Rumors had the one dollar wells. Yeah. Fuck beer. Gosh. No, no, they had a really good beer for like two bucks a really? bottle. Really? Yeah. They had the fresh squeeze. It was yeah. a pitcher of fresh oh. squeeze. I think it was six bucks or four yeah. bucks or Which something. Was the underground? Fucking or? crazy. Uh, that was rumors. At the underground, they had uh, the Walking Dead beer, which is oh, Ninkasi's Dawn of the Red. Dawn of the Red. Which is a great red. It it's a really a good red. 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 That, yes. that is exactly where I started, but it was flat. I was like, I don't know how long these kegs have been sitting here, but apparently... That's why it's two bucks. <laughs> After that, I quickly changed over to the Kulshin, which was at a peak of freshness. It was, it was good enough. Which Kulshin? Uh, it was the Bastard Cat. Bastard Cat. So I was drinking Bastard Cats all night, and I was just leaned up in the corner while everybody was off dancing around. I was feeling kind of crippled because I put my back out a couple weeks ago, so I've been hobbling around. You know, I tried for... What, what did you do to your back? Sit-ups... Don't do those. I had started a new exercise. Leg lifts. I had started a new Leg program, lifts. and uh, one of the maneuvers in the program was a sit-up with a club bell. And I forgot I was not supposed to do sit-ups, so I did the program a few times, and eventually I put my back out. Yeah, leg lifts. Leg li- I learned this doing doing yoga. It's like leg lifts are just as effective, and they don't hurt your back nearly yeah. as bad. Mm-hmm. And you can support your back by putting your hands underneath yep. the small of your back. So you can support that. So obviously, I need to go to the leg lift because leg I'm, lift. I'm not quite there. I mean, even though I can physically do it, it's just you know the one time where the back tweaks just the right way, it's yeah. going to pop out. So I've been crawling around in pain for the last couple of weeks. So while everybody was out Gross. dancing, I, I normally like to get my dance on when I'm out you at a club. 
you get yeah, but uh, no, I was leaned up in the corner drinking uh, two dollar beers all night until eleven, and when it turned to be a five dollar beer, and I'm not sure what happens magically at eleven o'clock why the beer goes from two dollars. People start showing up, is what happens. Five dollars, yeah. Yeah, the yeah. stupid people. The stupid people who are already drunk and willing to pay five dollars for flat beer. No, I I used to love going out. That was fun. It was, out of it though, mostly. It, it was a good experience, but I felt so out of place until I was, I was, you know, the, the place starts packing. Until the up. buzz gets on. Yeah, well, the buzz, <laughs> the buzz was on at a certain. I could point. tell by the way you were spelling things, and yeah. it was just like you skipped some letters here or there. <laughs> you know, usually, we were able to make it out. Usually, yeah. usually I care, right? Like usually, you know, it gives mm-hmm. you a little underline, and then you're just drunk enough to not care anymore. Yeah, go figure it out. Yeah, exactly. You guys yeah. will either figure it out or it'll just be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, is really what happens. That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> drunk texting. So I look across the way and I go, ah, oh, that guy's a couple years older than me. But then through the crowd, the crowd parts, and there's this this uh, this lady's probably my age or maybe a couple years younger even. Yeah. She's leading her old man out by the ear. She's got him by the fucking really? ear. Really? <laughs> when does that fucking happen? I've never even At seen that. At the underground? That. A lot. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I used to hang so, out at Rumors and uh, the Royale so all the time, and that shit just did not happen. The underground is actually owned by the same guy who owns the Royal. And but it's supposed to be the more trendy area, but most it's not as douchey. No, it's not as douchey. So the <laughs> so the royal, you go there, and that's where all the creepy people hang out because it's cheap and it's dark. It's on the corner. Like I I went in there my first and only time I went in there. I had four guys follow me around that building for about an hour incessantly. Ooh, that was that's awkward. Creepy. Left. However, you go to the underground. There's more people. There, there's there's more people there that are in there. college age, and because it's right next to rumors, people you know go back and forth, back yeah. and forth all night long. Um, but then the skeezy guys started figuring that out. And so they all just make their way over. And all the drama llamas who hang out at the room, because the royal, not rumors, royal. Drama llamas? They're drama llamas. I don't know what drama llama. You're going to have to explain drama llamas. Uh, That's awesome, though. I yeah, love it. you make a little llama drama with your hands, a little llama. That's so silly. I don't that's, even know why you're doing that. That's adorable. <laughs> you're either ready to rock or you're a drama or llama. Or a drama llama. Yeah. Anyways, um, so Red the Royals rock. kind of thing where it's got an older um, population of people because it's been around for forever. So everyone who lives here or grew up here goes to the Royal. It's always been around. That so now they're going sense. over to the now they're heading over to the underground. So you've got this population of there's there's, there's this population gap between the twenty something college students and the people who like the Royal and are kind of in, investigating the underground. And you have the skeezy guys who go out there, and sometimes the skeezy guys will bring their wives, and drama goes down. I think I've seen more people argue. I've seen that a lot in the Royal, the screaming, yelling, and the fighting. Yeah. And All that. I've never seen anyone being grabbed by the ear, because that's fucking genius. Oh, yeah. It no, I've, I've seen shirts. I've seen hair. I've shirts seen ears. Shirts and hair, yeah. Um, I went to go get Russian dumplings around the corner, and they were copter because a brawl broke out between a bunch of, the, a bunch of people and their wives. Woo, our girlfriends. I, I don't just know. remember when we used to go there in the '90s, and we're talking mid '90s on. Uh, it was it, the Royale was it was filled with like married people at times that just were out to get laid by someone they weren't married to. It was just kind of and this that's, weird, that's still creepy kind of vibe. And it, the underground has a little bit of both of that vibe and the new trendy college place because it's got a disco ball. I don't fucking care. I'd rather go to Rumors and watch the Cage Dancers. Those people are. I'd rather not awesome. go anywhere that's too loud because I'm old now. Right. So like we actually loud. started. It was funny because we started that that evening at the Royale and they had line dancing and it was kind of line dancing. Oh my god! 
What is this, Fern Tucky? I, I, I don't know, but uh, we wow. didn't stay there very long. Uh, uh, you, know, you didn't the, join the, in? Well, the, the group was well already, your back was out. I understand. The, the group was already there, and it was like, we're at the Royale, and I thought, oh, God, really? Because the Royale is always a place I heard where the fights bust out, and I'd only been there a couple times, and yeah. didn't really enjoy the vibe there. Well, how did the birthday ladies enjoy their, their had, night on the they, town? They had an excellent time. Good, that's nobody, all that Nobody puked. That's I, a plus. I eventually had to get them a ride from... Uh, well, the, Tracy wasn't there, so... Yeah, exactly. So Inside jokes. Yeah. Sorry about that. Guys. That's fine. <laughs> I forgive you. They had a fabulous night, and I was glad to be there along, watch them have this fabulous night. But uh, So we started at the Royale. We went downtown. They have a night market in Bellingham now. Yeah. Were you aware of that? Really? Yeah. No. So I actually know all about how that got started. Okay. Um, um, enlighten us. So there's oh, now... Intern. You know the, the downtown Bellingham Partnership... Uh, once a year now, they're having this uh, fundraising event for um, community projects to promote Bellingham togetherness. And people will submit stuff like uh, there was a proposal this year for alleyway basketball hoops for people to you know come together. There's actually one that a coworker of mine is pushing to get made. She's actually got she actually got a separate funder for it. And that's to make a talk uh, like a soapbox kind of cement podium for people to come up and do community speeches. Podcasting by maybe podcasting. Well, see, that was my first thought. And, like podcast community, you know, shall right we, where right where, the, right where the hate church hangs out and pickets the farmers market. They're going to yeah. put a podium. Oh, because those pe- people need a soapbox. Well, the hope is to get rid of them at some point. But um, so the proposal, and there's there's a bunch of proposals from kids, from adults, and then you know, huge funders come in and they 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 just. Talked and yeah, they come in and make put their money towards all these projects. And the winner was the night market because there's this nice little space by the parkade downtown that is just not being utilized and it's not getting a lot of business. And a lot of the businesses in that little corner area have been having a lot of trouble staying alive. Hmm. So um, the city decided they picked that plan as the winner. I think it was a 12 year old girl that came up with that plan. Like it was. This has probably been to Richmond a few times and been to the night market. Maybe there. Yeah. You probably went. That's a, so, we should do this in Bellingham so I can go all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and but the proposal basically was to come up with a night market, not necessarily like the farmers market where it's produce and food, but um, local community artists and um, performers, in order to have more events that make downtown Bellingham more of a neighborhood environment instead of just the commercial environment. Mm-hmm. You know, it looked like so. everybody was having a good time, but you know, I went there kind of with the expectation that I was going to get some takoyaki. And <laughs> you were expecting the Asian food from the other night market, <laughs> right? And there was none of that. Uh, you know, there well, was a. There, we need to obviously get some takoyaki down here. I mean, I have tried every Asian restaurant in Bellingham. No one makes a good takoyaki yet. So, well, I mean, I don't know what takoyaki is. So it's balls of pancake batter filled with squid. Yum. Ooh, slathered, that good. slathered in mayonnaise and Ooh. ginger. Um, oh, yeah, it's yeah, a, it's really good. Okay. Um, Zen, I'm already a takoyaki yeah. Zen tries to make a good one, and then there's one other restaurant that tries to make a good one. Zen, Zen. Oh, Zen. The sushi I know place. Zen, yeah. yeah, there's a couple places that try to make good takoyaki, but... I well, mean, it really has to be made absolutely fresh, and you need yeah. to be making it yeah. all night long. Yeah. It needs to be your specialty. Yep. You, yeah. you really can't win. It's, it's, it's similar to the bubble tea thing. You can't be good at making bubble tea unless you're doing it all day long, and that's all you Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, I have not had a good bubble tea since the Dragon Ball tea uh-huh. there in Richmond. That was the best bubble tea I've ever had, and I keep trying it every time I go wherever I go. It's never the same. No. They don't get it. They don't know that it's unless supposed to be to... hot at the bottom, cold, cold at the, at the top, yeah. and it, it's just it's – just, ah. 
you have to taste the tea. You can't just taste the the fruit flavor over. Yeah, and the, and it's the, not a smoothie. I think the problem with that is that it's a lot of people cater to the American palate. I mean, we've I've yeah, I've gone to a guys. lot of places where like Mexican restaurants. I've had yeah. real Mexican food. I love real Mexican food. I can't go out for Mexican anymore because they cater too much to the culture, and I understand that that's well. A yeah, thing. that's where it's at. But but, but that's the the American food yeah. that people are used to. And here, you go down to like Texas or you know Southern California, you're going to get a little more of a, a, a more. I yeah. don't know ethnic vibe out of it. I guess I don't really yeah. know how to know how to explain it. But you know, I just came from Mexico, so I've had the the actual Mexican food, not the mm-hmm. American Mexican food, which is that's American food for me, regardless. Like he and I had this argument for years, and I secede to him saying, yes, it is it is authentic food, but it's American food, not necessarily Mexican yeah. food. I think because it, it's always been here as well. That's the thing; it's from here. Yeah. It's, so it's always a debate in semantics, is what I realized. Yeah, that's essentially what, what it is. Regardless, we both like it, and that's really all that matters. That's that's in the end all that matters. And I think also though the the variety that you get also depends on the local population. I was in Mount Vernon, and um, I'm they have t- good Mexican food. Now, well, Mexican food, yes. I actually was. I, so I'm temporarily working down there for a couple months before I transfer back to Bellingham. Fingers crossed. And well, luckily you live in Cedar Woolley, so you're nice and close. I'm not in Cedar Woolley. <laughs> I actually drove from Cedar Woolley to where I live. Takes me twice as long to get from Cedar Woolley to where I live. Yeah, because it's all back him. roads and shit. No, we even took I-5. It takes forever. It takes forever. I'm going to yeah. Google Maps and show you for once, my Fuck God. Fuck you. Your, your address Fuck says Cedar Woolley. You live in Cedar no. Woolley. Anyways. Cedar Woolley. I was born um, there. It's good. Went to... When, there's a Asian place or t- Japanese restaurant uh, down the road from my, my work. So I'm like, well, why not? Go check it out. See if they got some teriyaki, some sushi. Went there. They have a sushi mes- menu. I'm really stoked. I'm like, I'm going to order all this nigiri. And I look at the menu and it's like tuna and I and salmon and hamachi. And I'm like, do you have anything else? And, and the, the waitress there is like, I'm really sorry, but people in Mount Vernon don't like the eccentric stuff. No, so, no. That's, what That's why the Dragon Inn is still there. Yeah, the, uh, I remember going there when I was a kid. She's like, uh, she's like, you can order a rainbow ma- uh, roll off menu, and we can make that for you. I'm like, rainbow roll? Wow, that's mm. exciting. Sure, let's mm. do that. And you know, I think the only benefit of going to that place what is that they gave snob. me huge. I know. Fish. Well, she's from Bellingham, man. That's that's <laughs> from the thing. Bellingham. The, from the rest of the country is all corporate, and Bellingham is like this little little oasis of of good personal foodie type food, you know. And it's the, the next place is Seattle, really. Yeah, that's the next I place is where you're going to find decent food. And I live in Bell. I mostly live in Bellingham, so it's kind of like I've been in these huge centers, these huge hubs for local foods and diverse ethnic foods. Like I pretty much stomped around. All of West Seattle and then the International District my whole life. So it's like I've I get the I've had the really weird stuff that you can't find anywhere mm-hmm. else. And it's like it's really like I'll go traveling to places that are just out in the middle of nowhere and it's and I'll have something that I like to have at home and it's just not ever no, the same. No. And if so yeah, I am a food snob. If you go over the mountains, don't have fish. Any kind. Nope. I made the mistake only once. Yeah. And I didn't even finish. I left it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was the worst sushi experience ever. You can good get good Americana food, you know the true Americana, everything deep fried or burgers or Woo. anything like fried that. Eggs, which pancakes, is, I love. I love American. Waffles. I love Americana food, but fish just do, don't do it. Don't, don't go inland and have fish. Nope, it's a bad nope. idea. Nope. So, but no, it's uh, that's why we love Bellingham. Yes. So. And I love Bellingham because I got to watch the guy get dragged out of the bar by the ear. I know. That was awesome. And we apparently I need to go to the night market. It sounds like it's something we that's should, cool. We should make a trip out of it. Make a little yeah. 
uh, podcast out of it, see what's going on. Because, oh, also, just a just a note, and I completely forgot. I was going to let you guys know yesterday. Um, so, Chuckanut Distillery, they're releasing their whiskey today. Ah. They have a new bourbon. They're actually doing tastings from eleven to four. So, too we can bad do for whiskey us. plus three. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, they've got a new bourbon out that they're really stoked and excited about. They've been right. promoting all for like the last couple of weeks. That's the one place I can't find. I don't know where it is. So I keep trying to find it. You go to Boundary Bay, go around the corner, down the road. Oh, no, I found alley. that one. No, it's the Mount Baker Distillery. Oh. Mount Baker Distillery. I've been there several times. Sorry. Well, it's I, I get it's Chuckanut that's got the, that. But I've been to the Mount Baker their Distillery. Their gin is okay. Their gin's okay, Where but their whiskey's a lot better. There's one that's on the other side of the freeway in that industrial. Yeah, that's Mount Baker. That's Mount Baker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, 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 I've never been able to find it. I tried to find it the, uh, when my wife was gone. It's... um. It's. I've actually used to work around that area. Yeah, it's in that Haskell that industrial Haskell. complex. So you go. Oh, that's yeah. That's behind there. Uh, what is that? So, James Street. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The the secret James Street that not everybody knows about. The little wedge of James Street that's just yeah. like hanging out. Because that's that's how Bellingham goes. It starts and ends streets on at random. Well, when you make yourself up of four different towns into one giant town and don't figure it out beforehand. Just name it something fucking different. <laughs> Trying to be a cable guy and figure out this fucking town is ridiculous. <laughs> oh, I'm finally on James Street. Oh, it ends. Where do I go now? There's another James Street somewhere? Thank God for Oh, GPS. yeah, it's a half a mile away on the other side of town. Yep. I think I had that problem with um, York. York Street stops and ends. All of those three different spots, and Alice does that too, and I'm just like... McLeod does that. Or U Street, U Street, that fucking sucked. I went all the way out to... Lake Patton, trying to find my girlfriend's house up on U Street. It was actually the other U Street that goes north. And so I'm like, well, now that I'm at the south end of town, I guess it's going to take me another 20 minutes to find your house. We're probably not going to have time for dinner. Oh, well. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Well, you know, that's just how it is. I got to go to the night market now. God damn it. Bellingham is so much awesomeness. And uh, now it's Bellingham Beer Week. It is Bellingham Beer Week. Yes, it is. And we're doing fuck all for it because we're a premier Bellingham beer podcast and we're still not doing well, anything. Well, which is a real Bellingham shame beer. because, you know, the Bellingham Tap Trail tried to do a podcast and they did like one episode and then these That's guys, the only one they ever did? Yeah, these guys are actually talking about beer so I was kind of excited to listen to a podcast where they actually stop and discuss beer. Instead and, of themselves <laughs> like we do? Right. That's okay. We can relate. We, we're relatable. People like us. I hope so. It, I hope you so. know, talking about beer... As we should do on this podcast, we, we start. We started with our first beer, which was the Rude Awakening. Rude Awakening, that. Rude yeah. Awakening from Old Schoolhouse Brewery, and I am very pleased with it. It is very good. It was it's a very, very good, good IPA. Um, fresh. I haven't had it fresh before. As uh, the intern traveled to Eastern Washington yesterday and picked and some, brought up. it back. For I brought us, a so. bunch of beer back for everyone. Yay! Brandon, you win. Brandon made me leave some of the growlers at home. I apologize ahead of time, but yeah. So, Rude Awakening, we basically sat and t- tasted all of the beers there for you guys to pick the top two to bring back. Of course, nice. only get the Imperial Stout staying at home so I can enjoy my stout. But Rude Awakening, I could not not share. So, yeah. And apparently, it's their most popular beer. It's uh, got a couple of awards from the 90s and early 2000s. Like, they have, like, kind of like Colchon, they have all their medals hanging up there. And their beer has actually been. Um, successfully coming in third and second place for mm-hmm. the competition they yeah, enter. Yeah, they, they do. Really they do very good. well in the competition circuit. Um, they actually had a really good sour that made me think of you, Mike. Why? Because I'm sour. Wait, you like the sour? Yeah, weirdly enough, isn't that crazy? You hate sour. I do hate sours, but I like that one. <laughs> wow, must have not been very sour. Yeah, I mean, Mike might have, would have hated it, but you uh, know. who knows? Who knows? 
I'm I'm starting to get my palate back. I, I've been I've been yeah. drinking lots of beer, so it, it's it was going to take a little bit of time, right? You, yeah. know, you needed a week to like just really work that palate back in. Well, I I, I was I'm, really concerned last week because that one beer we had, God, it was just really good, and I was like, you're not getting it. I mean, there's something that's broken inside. I love of you. I love I'm the one that's broken, not Rick. Rick is just like that. Nah, that's Rick. Well, yeah, <laughs> love you, Rick. <laughs> Come on! Oh, Actually, I'm, some I'm of loving our... his standing even more because he's really quiet. <laughs> oh, we should make a sock monkey, and that could be the stand-in Rick every time. He's that could be here. a stand-in anybody instead yeah. of having. Uh, you didn't even bring her. She's here. She's just sitting behind me on the chair. I, uh, she wanted okay. to be comfortable today. Wait, what? She comes always. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's how I roll. I mean, you just got to rub, hey, mama. Tickle. Eh. She comes always. Ah, there you go. Very nice. Oh, uh, he's talking about Mama, but um, I, I, he started in on something else with his hand gestures. Yeah, he loves to do hand gestures on this podcast. Yeah, he, he you start following Mike's humor, and then he takes a left turn somewhere, and you have to like stop and backtrack to figure out where he turned. And then he, when you figure it out, then he goes another direction. It's yeah. just like, oh, okay, I'm just gonna wait for the end result here and laugh. I'm nimble. You are. You nimble? are. You're nimble, little minx. Every time someone says they're nimble, I imagine them hopping on their toes for some reason, like a like a dog. Like they're leaping and hopping on a moon. No, shadow? not not le- leaping. Like they're just kind of like prancing on their toes. Every time uh, I just so like but I'm that's imagining the, that's you the moon shadow dance, in man. the forest oh, on hey. your tippy toes. Oh, I could have just handed this across. We're now moving on to the uh, backwoods. What is it? IRA. Uh, IRA, but it, there's a name. There's like big cedar or black cedar, red cedar. It's big the big seed. cedar. IRA. Big Cedar IRA by Backwoods Brewing. Ooh, look at the thick yet. darkness. The I've had this before, and we had it at the podcast at one point, but we had so much beer we didn't get to it. <laughs> we did, however, get pretty trash. And this is not a bad beer. Um, I oh. really like in anything that, that mm. uh, Backwoods is doing. That is delicious. That actually kind of blew up the other beer. It at least it we're drinking in the right direction. The other beer was, yeah. I would give the other beer like a three and a half, four, yeah. because it was a delicious IPA. Very good. An amazing. Was that an Imperial, by the way? No. The Rude? No. no. It's just no. a straight IPA? IPA. They, wow. Their Imperial good IPA, though, was even was just so phenomenal, but um, we have had the Imperial IPA before, so we didn't bring it home, but holy shit. Yeah, I bet it's uh, good. Old School House can, can make it. They a have name. a wonderful stout there that's just absolutely We amazing. brought that home. So did you? But we didn't, I didn't bring it to share. Brandon doesn't want to share. Yeah. I don't want to share. No, I, I, I don't blame We had the Imperial blame. Stout on the podcast a couple episodes yes. ago when we yes, were at your place. Mm-hmm. Brandon's place, I mean. The intern my, just lives my there. My place? The intern just lives there. She's the roommate until they get married. And then, right. it, then it's, it's everybody's yeah. place. I know. I got. I got your little goddamn it up on the know, up on the thing. Little goddamn it. I love that. That's perfect. It's. Right. I will actually remember it. My exactly. Wife, my wife is already shopping for her outfit. Oh my god! So, your wife. Was so the, the goddamn it we're talking about is actually the her, as everybody, all of our fans know that the intern has finally decided to marry Brandon. Yep. Why we don't know, but he's <laughs> a wonderful man. Mm-hmm. But. What they did was kind of ingenious, and I've never seen this before. And you know, it's probably because I'm old enough that not everybody's getting married anymore. But they sent out a uh, save the date on magnet form, so you could stick that motherfucker to your fridge, so you'd see it occasionally mm-hmm. and go, "Oh yeah, brilliant, absolutely brilliant." I love it. I thought, and then that way, when we actually send the invitations, you can just magnet the invitation there too. It always makes me nervous when I get like handwritten 
envelopes in the mail. I'm like, Whoa, well, this is a real deal. This? Oh yeah, What's I don't this? put my name on the envelope and either. Yeah, if I your name wasn't on the envelope. I'm like, I don't know. Somebody's trying to charge me for something here. Like court <laughs> so, appearance. And then you feel it, and there was like this thing, and I'm like, oh god, it's going to be one of those like, <laughs> try this key in a card or a dealership. One of those stupid things. Exactly like, oh, what I thought. Exactly. Really. So I open it up, and I'm like, oh, oh wow, this is awesome. <laughs> Surprise! <laughs> it was the coolest yeah, thing. And yeah, I stuck it to a card so it wouldn't mm-hmm. get lost in the envelope. I kept the card too. Yeah. So. But no, that was that was kind of my hope was to get those out. It was my ingenious way because I know the wedding's a ways off. To are just you like, going to do kind of a reminder one? Like yeah, like we're going to do we're going to do like an official one with um, so months, um, are your kids coming? Because we're going to have a kids friendly wedding. And we're going to fuck them. We're going to rent the children's <laughs> museum. So if there's enough, oh. we're going to stuff them in the children's museum. I'm a yeah, you guys are getting married at the 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 Walker Museum in Lightcatcher. Yes. So. Um, we're gonna stuff the kids in the children's museum with some teenagers and see what happens. Um, we're awesome, gonna do yeah, I'll take like um, basically who's all showing up. If you want to go to the ceremony, if you just want to come over and get drunk at the reception, you know. Um, well, hopefully your ceremony yeah. is like ours, and it was maybe five minutes long. That's kind of what I'm hoping for. Maybe fifteen. It was the a most. judge that went, uh, uh, okay, let's do this. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, I'm not terribly enthusiastic about all the pomp and circumstance. Like, I tried on dresses uh, last weekend, and it was the most awkward experience of my life. Yeah. How so? Um, when you have four or five people staring and judging you, it's really uncomfortable. Is there is there anybody else that's more excited about this than you? Like, is there a parent or oh. or a friend? Because there's always you some know, woman that's I, more excited about actually, it than the actual bride. And I, I've had conversations with my stepmom before because my stepmom's like, aren't you excited about this? I'm like, well, I guess, yeah. And she's like, you should be excited. Why don't you care so much about your wedding? I'm like... Because it's, a, it's over a, a year from it's now? It's a party. <laughs> I mean, I'm nervous. It's a lot of money. And all my girlfriends are like, we're like, we're making Pinterest boards for you. I'm like, I don't even know what Pinterest is. Really, I've you're no, in your I actually, 20s. I do, you I do know, know what Pinterest is, but I don't use it. Like, that's the joke, because I don't, I don't use that stuff. I have refused to use Twitter. I have refused to use all the other like um, social media stuff. I just do Facebook. I'm that I'm yeah. lazy. And but no, everyone else seems to be more excited than I am, except for Brandon. Brandon's even less excited because he's starting to realize that weddings cost money. Yeah, and uh, he likes to put his money towards other things like massages every. Couple times a month and whatever. This kind of massages. Yeah, Happy he ending. gets massages. Really? About two times. Two I don't know. I, I've never done that. I don't know if I could do that. I could do it. First of I all, totally it, even it. in Mexico, I wouldn't even take off my shirt. I don't take off my shirt for anyone. Mm-hmm. Even, I barely take off my shirt for my wife. I, if I could shower are you fully never, clothed, are you a never would, nerd? Never nude. I yes, I am one of those. I would like when I was in Mexico going swimming, always wear a shirt. I just I can't do it, and I've always been like that. Not just because I'm fat now, but even when I was svelte, and it's the hair. I have enough body hair where <laughs> I might as well just wear a shirt because it looks like I'm wearing a shirt. So yeah, we're talking Robin Williams. You know, we're talking up there body mm. hair. So I I'm really self conscious about it. Always have been. Mm-hmm. So I just don't do it. Well, with Brandon, I guess uh, right before we met, he injured himself and nothing could fix it but a, a really deep tissue massage because he had a muscle spasm. And so since oh, then, he's decided that massages are the cure-all for everything, although he's still injured and is not cured. Um, <laughs> My he, eye hurts. I'm going to the masseuse. But he won't go to the doctor because the doctors don't know anything about muscle injuries. And it's like, Brandon, at some point, you got to give up. He's but, one of those guys. So he's trying – he's he, I think he's really super excited when he starts, like, Thinking about our vacation. Oh, speaking of which, here he comes up the road now. But as soon as he starts to realize that, oh, we actually have to pay for people to eat, he kind of gets 
Like I'll really. buy. I'll bring the. I'll bring my own food. I mean, it's no. But if he doesn't want to pay, I'm okay with it. Well, actually, you know, Jeff's wife was volunteering you guys to make. All the food. I know. I know. She and I she will. She will I, definitely <laughs> volunteer us to make food. Um, I'm sure all you would have to do is pay for the uh, products, and we would make it. Or I should say. I would make it, and but that's why I haven't actually pursued that because I don't want to. Put that Every time she on says either. tamales, I'm like, Ugh. oh my god, oh, I'm, uh, I'm calling Mike. <laughs> yeah, so I we need help making tamales, and tamales are awesome and they're really easy to do, but it's a lot of fucking work. Yep, you know, it's but, like the 18th dozen I'm working on. It's like mm-hmm. five hours later. Yeah, tamales are one of those things you don't make. Like, oh, let's just make 20. No, you make 200 yeah. of the fucking. We thing. were thinking food trucks, but tamales also sound delicious. So food so... trucks, I, I vote food trucks, but that's just me. Yeah, so. no, we're thinking like barbecue pulled pork <laughs> or something. Uh-huh. Right on, right on. So did you pick out a dress? I mean, yeah. you no. got a dress already. Oh man, wow. that's kind of a disappointment. I didn't buy it though. I, I was kind of thinking a beer plus three. Maybe you need like beer plus three wedding planners. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> they, they serve wine, right? I mean, you know, we sit and have a wine, champagne, thumbs yeah. up, thumbs down. We like that one. We don't like that one. Take pictures of me holding beers. Do I make? Does this beer? Does it match? Does it? Does it match the makeup and the dress? Oh, yeah, we're, and we're the... gonna be we're gonna be getting kegs. That's basically it. It's BYOB oh, yeah. unless you like beer, because then we'll have the beer. Awesome. Okay. I'll get my wife a box of wine, and we'll head over. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Done. So we can look forward to that in uh, 2016. Uh, Absolutely. Thank God. If I had my magnet in front of me, I'd know the exact date, but I don't. <laughs> well, we don't need to tell the entire world when and where she's getting married. Yeah, they'd all show We've up. We've already yeah. said where. Let's, let's not do that. Let's not say when and what time. Mm-mm. But, oh, well. <laughs> Her betrothed just arrived, so. Yes. With the infamous Caleb, who has been on this podcast. So. Yeah, it would be nice to get him on this podcast again. I've, yeah, one of these days. we got to invite so. him, probably. I've, I've been hoping to get him on as kind of like a correspondent. Like, I want like a political correspondent because, you know, we're rolling into election season and I've got oh, no clues, no ideas Drunk of what to do. Yeah. political correspondent. Oh, that'd be genius. I don't think anybody's doing it yet. I, I, I You know, I think it would be perfect. There's some places that perfect. are doing it, but yeah. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. I think it would get a little too serious, but... Then again, you never know. We're all here to, to interject our jokes. And there's nothing wrong with seriousness. There isn't. There isn't. Except for I'm allergic to it. But that's okay. That's why we have you. <laughs> you you take a steroid and a hemorrhoid, and you're fine afterwards. I don't want to take a hemorrhoid anywhere. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to take them anywhere. <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it. No. No, no it's not good for you. No. It, it, it looks and sounds very uncomfortable. So during my adventures of drinking with young people, I brought home... I <laughs> that was brought, abrupt, but what the hell? Okay. Uh, we had a moment of silence. I just interjected. Yeah. I didn't say anything wrong. Interject. I brought home a visitor with me. So the day after... Oh, your herpes? My herpes. Your herpes simplex 12? So I woke up the next morning, and I've got a pain in my lip. And I look in the mirror, and I go, oh, I must have burnt myself on those pierogies. Who doesn't burn themselves on pierogies? I mean, you know, I mean, they come right out of the water. They're... Molten hot, you know, it's potential Where are you that. Where buying pierogies at in Bellingham? There's only one pierogi place in Bellingham. I mean, the Russian dumplings. Yeah, place. the Russian yes. dumplings. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Those aren't pierogies. I thought pierogies were bigger and bunnier. I have no like fucking dumplings. clue. You guys are. They're pierogies. I've been tapped out on no, the pieroginess. No. I don't, I don't fucking Okay, care. You, you've got a corn My pierogitude you've got a, is. You've got lacking. a corn tortilla and a flour tortilla. They look almost completely different, yet they are both tortillas. 
See? I think he's making a point. I don't really care, though. Yeah. I don't I'm, understand. I'm just saying. I'm just, it's just <laughs> definitely a pierogi. Sure. So I wake up the next morning, and I've got this blister on my lip, and I go, oh, my, I must have burned myself on a pierogi. And I, I, I kind of remember doing that, but, uh, you know, the day, the day goes through, and it's a little uncomfortable, and I, I, I don't like it at all, but what are you going to do about it? And, uh, you know, at a certain point in the afternoon, for some reason, my wife's feeling frisky, and we decide to, you know, get some action going on. It's only afterwards I go, what if this is not? <laughs> of burned? course it's afterwards. Now that I have a clear head, I might have herpes. <laughs> I, think, I think, what if I got herpes from being out last night? Yeah, but you didn't do anything with anybody except drink out of a glass. I but, don't know. you know, how, who knows how clean those glasses are? I mean, Doesn't you know. Herpes generally take a few weeks to do its Did thing? you sneak into the woman's bathroom and lick the toilet seat oh, again? God damn it. Fuck that! That's pro- I was thinking it came off the plastic glass because they give out when you go to young people's clubs. They give you plastic glasses because they don't know what the young people. It's kind of like sippy cups, right? <laughs> they don't know what they're going to do with the cup, so they make sure they're plastic so they can't break them. See, that's why back in the day at Rumors, I used to bring in a. It was a, it was a glass on a chain, and I would just get my drink or beer and pour it in my glass, and it would be around my neck the whole time. It was awesome. It was a nice gold chain with leather straps that strapped around the glass. That it was is it was so a hot, a green it was like a smoked glass but it was green. It was from 1970 out of it. It was awesome. I bought it for two bits at a garage sale from That's... this old lady that I I I uh, I freaking bartered her down from 50 cents. Oh man. That... In the back of her mind she was like my husband is passing this legacy on to this mm-hmm. young man. Oh, you should. She still had the box. It was awesome. The box was brilliant. It showed a guy at a party with one of those, and he's talking to the lady with the, you know, the butterfly collar and the whole nine. And it said, "It's what's happening." And then whatever the title of the glass was, about as sexy as the the gold beer hats. And I I tried to emulate that in the 1990s. So good look on you. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say Jeff didn't go to the bar to get laid. That's 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 something Jeff never did. Speaking of children, though, I know uh, our our understudy, who is not here with us today, um, he uh, sorry, kissing wife. Um, Hope you don't got herpes. You could be passing it off. Ah, she probably does. It's fine. Um, <laughs> no, I just have the herpes on my head. Um, but. Uh, he brought up something that apparently 40-year-olds don't understand. I understand because I've actually used them, which is the Let's Play videos. The Let's Play videos? Let's Play videos Fuck, and the I unboxing hate, videos. I fucking oh, hate yeah. those things. Well, I think it really depends on the Let's Play videos. Some of them are actually interesting and mature, and, and I've used them to see if I want to buy the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've used them for that. And just like unboxing videos, I've used those to see if I want to buy something, especially if it's a, if it's a game of some sort or a, uh, or like, you know how oftentimes these RPGs will come out with, yeah. with box sets of like the beginner's box or this, that, or the other. I've, the legendary. The legendary always comes with a belt buckle, a beer mug, and the CD for the soundtrack. The legendary. Yeah. The le- you, I want to buy... Elder Scrolls Online, the Legendary Edition, you get an in-game horse, you get a beer mug, you get a cloth map of Is the Is that world. all in-game? Yeah. Yeah, but I want the real beer mug. That's why I never buy those. 
If you're going to sell me a beer mug, and give me a real fucking beer mug. And that's probably why you need the YouTube video, so you can watch mm-hmm. the unboxing of the product, and they go, oh, exactly. there's just a CD in here. Everything else is in-game. Now, if you're watching PewDiePie, that's not Let's Play. That's just fucking annoying. The guy just screams too much. Well, if he'd learn how to comb his hair properly. Yeah. Hey, he's he's sexy for Nordicness. I don't know. He's. I still don't know what you guys are talking about. That's okay. You should see him. He's, he's a pretty handsome guy. So, yeah, and I don't get it because my kids will watch it. You know, they'll tell me, mm-hmm. "Oh, I watched this guy open this box of Pokemon cards, and he ended up getting two legendaries." <laughs> and I'm like, "Yeah, but who fucking cares?" Yeah, the kids well, apparently. Yeah, but that's cool to them because you know it's it's Pokemon, and they want those legendary cards, but they're not going to get them because they're just watching. It's, it's kind of like going to the, the to the store and they get all the things you want to buy that you can't afford. You're yeah. just torturing yourself. That's all you're well, doing. I think I think uh, um, on uh, on on the Facebook thread, uh, Dave actually uh, mentioned that it's kind of like the same thing as sports. People love watching sports games. They love watching the the what do they call it when they hire the sports guy? Drafting. They Drafting. The, the draft thing. They hire the sports guy. Listen to me. I sound like. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a geek. Um, I think I actually but, caught some drafting stuff and a guy. Popped yeah, up on but people love watching it. Ref- people will have yeah. parties just to watch the drafting of of basketball and baseball and football and all that stuff. So you know, it's 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 kind of the same thing. It's it's exactly the same thing. So I'd rather her have her watch some of those than than some of the crap. Like she watches a show called Jesse from Disney Channel. It is the most. I don't think there's been a sitcom on since Different Strokes that was so kind of inappropriately uh, uh, racial and and very just stereotypical. stereotypical. It was it, it's really bad, but well, it's on now. You need, to, you need to go back to the, the '90s shows because a lot of stuff oh, they I did grew that up too. Just really they bad. did that too. Oh, I remember watching really bad. I didn't watch TV in the '90s, but I, I watched a lot in the '80s, and there was a lot of inappropriate and just. Stupid, stupid shows we watched. Well, you know what I really hate though about this this whole video game vi- recording your video game mm-hmm. is it's Im- almost impossible now to get a tip on a game without having to watch a video. Right? It's like you know I'm I'm stuck you just at a spark. Read the walkthrough. Yeah, you read the walkthrough, or but you the, just Google the, the question, w- and a forum pops up, and you read the forum. But or you it, just it, go to IGN and they have it. You can written out. It, it's you know, generally not that easy, right? Like I can go to IGN, but they always want me to click through a fucking ad. Yeah. But the first thing that always pops up is video walkthroughs of how to accomplish the task I want. I don't want to spend two minutes watching you playing the game, telling me it. how I'm supposed to do it. I know. I, I always I do the same thing, and then I fast forward, and then I went too far, so I have to come back and still watch the three minutes that I fast forwarded. But you know, ridiculous. It is. It is ridiculous. But I I understand the let's play. Um, I think I think it's because the younger generations don't want to read. They don't want to write. They don't want to read. They just want to talk into a microphone. And perhaps have the video on something. Not even themselves. They're going to have the video on the TV well, or the screen, and they're going to talk over it. It's like I don't want to hear your voice. You're annoying. I think our children, you. and even even a little bit older, um, uh, they nobody watches TV anymore. Nobody, none of that generation just will not watch TV. I don't think because they have everything either on Netflix or YouTube or uh, Amazon or Hulu. Oh yeah! Oh my God! My daughter, she sits through a three-second commercial and she just goes ballistic. I'm like, hey, when I was a kid, we had to go through like at least minutes? twenty minutes of a commercial in a, an hour, one-hour show. You're so, so you're so right because I was listening, and we couldn't fast forward, pause, or mute. I was in the car with the daughter listening to Dan Savage, and she's like, 
Dad, do you realize this is the fourth fucking commercial he's had, Dad? Dad, how many commercials did Dan Savage need to have on his podcast that's only Brother 40 minutes long? Brother, he needs to make long? some fucking money. I, I explained to her, I go, he's got to make some money, and he's not selling bunk shit. So just yeah. put up with it. But I never even notice. I just roll with it. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't bother me any. Yeah, absolutely. They're so sensitive to, oh, yeah. to yeah. commercials. I've been, I've been looking, think, like debating and thinking about the instant gratification that our, our culture has developed, because I, I work with people. I work in a system that takes time. And so when I try to explain to my customers that things take, you know, more than a week to get processed, they just do it. They flip a shit because it's like, well, I want this now. I want I want money for school now. I'm like, well, I don't know if you deserve money for school yet. You gotta perhaps go that's the internet. The- it, 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 <sighs> perhaps that's the internet that is given given a lot of. I mean, we already had that a little bit. But the internet really gives you that instant gratification. Yeah. So just go, go, thank you, do. <laughs> Jeez, Louise. It's not like every time it's at my house, we get we get this. So people should just be used to it at this point. She's making us food, so. I know. She's making, well, I started the beans this morning. We have the that, but she's making salsa, so it's all good. But no, I think it's the internet because we can click on something and have it immediately. Yeah. Or download it and have it the same day. That's why we were just talking. I was talking to somebody about Steam and and how amazing it is not to have to go to a store to go get something. Right. It just comes right to my house, right. or I can just download it that day and play it. Like Witcher Three, I just downloaded it in like an hour, yep. and boom, I'm playing it within an hour instead of going all the way to the store, mm. buying it, or going to the midnight opening or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. So. That's- the internet's a wonderful thing, but it has made a lot of children impatient. Yeah, there, it's it's kind of terrifying when we're. I, I, was, I, I was thinking back to because I was having trouble booting up to the internet, or I downloaded Windows Ten, and now it's slower. she's booting up to the internet. Or when I was booting back, way <laughs> is back that like then. bellying yeah. up to the bar? Well, you know, <laughs> our internet's really slow, and it's it's very frustrating. Like I know I've bitched about it, Brandon's bitched about it, about trying to get onto the internet when we open our computers up. And then I think back to how, when it used to take like 10 minutes for it to actually turn on. And I was like, holy shit, I can't wait 10 minutes and go make myself a drink or something in between the time. And now waiting more than a minute or two is the most absolute Why do you have slow thing. internet? Is Comcast in, not out there? No, we live Ooh. in the middle of fucking nowhere. You have the satellite, don't we have, you? No, we have Frontier. What's Frontier? I don't know. It's a cable <laughs> company, I think. <laughs> I don't know. I Brandon set it up. I she don't, says through I tears. Just, I just I just pay the bill. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I, I don't had really a store care. in Cedar Woolley. Yeah, they, they had Frontier. We're not too. in Cedar Woolley. Yeah. Yes, you are. No, Your address is in Cedar Woolley. No, our zip code is, but we're closer to Bellingham than we are in Cedar. I'm going to Google Maps this guys, and you're going to be so embarrassed when you're wrong. Oh, no. I, I can tell you, from the address. USPS does not make mistakes. I got an envelope in the mail Are from Cedra sure? Woolley. They... Yeah. And, yes, it was an invitation to a marriage, but it said Cedra Woolley. We're what? in Whatcom. Yes. We are in Whatcom County. Are you sure about that? Because the sign are... is like four blocks down the it's, way. It's about a mile down the road. We're in Whatcom County. We're in Mount Baker School District. According to Brandon, we have an acne area code, if you were to call a landline. But we're in a Cedro Woolley zip code because no one wanted to put a fucking post so you're, you're, box. You're essentially in kind of no man's land. Pretty Nobody much. really knows. You're not quite Nobody in Cedro really Woolley. Nobody really wants you're not quite us. In we just kind of hang out. Um, we're technically a but part you're of on a lake. We're technically a, a part of Sudden place. Valley, but mm-hmm. in, you know. Oh, by the way, you have to have another party so my wife can come over because she really wants to. I see like to. Place. I like to have parties. I need to. I need to clean my house first. We still haven't unpacked yet. It's been. <laughs> 
It's been, we've been, we're so busy. It's like, you know, first it was finishing up school. And now that we finished up school, it's now, okay, now we get we need to start our life again. Because everything was on pause. And so mm-hmm. I was like, today I'm going to clean and I'm going to pack. Unpack is going to be great. And then Brian's like, we've got game and podcast today. I was like, oh, well, maybe not. Next weekend. He goes, well, next week we're resetting the house. Okay, well, next weekend. <laughs> well, next weekend, you know, we've got another thing to do. I'm like, okay. I guess my house will just sit in boxes still for the rest of my life. Whatever. Why not? But. Mm, like this podcast is going to sit in boxes forever. <laughs> yeah. No. No. This podcast is going out. It's going into a cloud. Uh, something like that. Which but, is kind of a box, I think, for data. Uh, yeah. So we're, we're running into game time now because yeah, we've got we, all kinds of activity around. We, we can go ahead and finish this up. And uh, um, any final thoughts from you folks? Fucking Cedro Woolley. This Fremont IPA that I rolled into that you guys are still catching up on the IRA. Is this the IRA or what am I drinking? You're still on the IRA. Mm. This Fremont Bellingham. That IRA is bloody amazing. This this Bellingham Beer Week mm. IPA. This is the this oh this is the uh, the the Couchy Canyon. That's actually pretty good. Or cow, I, a little Couchy? too different. Where our beers have been. Who? Uh, Goichi. Okay, yes. I got it right. I was. I was. That's very Asian. It's supposed to be. Uh, it's supposed to be uh, native, isn't it? So I was at uh, Green's Corner yeah. earlier this week, and I actually had this beer on tap, and it was just delicious. So I, I thought, you know, is that's that the one that we had together. As, yes, as we're celebrating Bellingham Beer Week, I thought, why yeah, not? Yeah, we got to have a Bellingham beer. This. So this is Bellingham Beer Week Fremont IPA, and it's delicious. It's yes. really good. I didn't want to ride it at right after the 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 rude awakening. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I didn't clashed. feel I didn't I didn't feel we needed a back to back comparison, but uh, no. But following smell the R- that flowery yummy. Yeah, following the IRA, terrific beer, uh, perfect body, mm-hmm. great flavor. Hard yeah, to beat. Absolutely. Yeah, we've had a definite string of really good beers during this podcast. I am pleased. And we didn't even get to the uh, Black Raven. Well, I brought over the Black Ooh, Raven yeah. special saison. Ooh. No, it's not a saison. It's uh Oh, it is a saison. It's some sort of Belgian. Yeah. It's a triple Belgian. Yeah. There you go. And it looks... Amazing. I was looking forward to drinking that one on the yeah. podcast, but we're wrapping this up. We'll drink it off podcast. I guess we will. I guess we will. I'm not going home without you having know, we, it. We still have at least two more people to show up for the game, so we can continue this a little bit longer. Um, uh, Bellingham Beer Week, maybe next week we can uh, figure out how we can get into a uh, an event. There's an event at uh, K2 that they're having. Uh, you buy into it. It's a Saison Fest or something like that. Mm-hmm. You buy into it. You get a little beer cozy and, and some other tchotchke. Ooh, and then you, tchotchke. Yeah, you get tchotchke. Everybody loves tchotchke. I love tchotchke, Everybody especially beer tchotchke. Um, and I'm not even Jewish, and I love tchotchke. Is that a weekday? But, uh, no, it's, it's Saturday. Okay. It's a Saturday. Um, oh, okay. Anyway, um, that's something we could do and do the podcast at K2 around noon, and it shouldn't be too busy, and, and we might be able to get in on that and maybe even get one of their uh, brewers to yeah. uh, come out and talk. That to would us. be a lot of fun. I wonder if ballet so. will interrupt it. It may or may not. You know, according to you, you've got a couple hours of just sitting around during ballet time. You could make an escape for about I think it's only an hour, minutes. isn't it? It's two hours. But oh, it's two hours? It starts at noon, then I've got to be back by noon 30, so that doesn't give me much time to drink much beer. But we could figure something out, perhaps. Bring the kid with you. Well, well we could always do it later. It's from noon to like uh, 7 at night or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So we could we could certainly... Uh, I think we could probably figure something out. I know Black Raven is coming up into town. They're going to be doing an event yes. at, at uh, uh, the, beer, the pizza place. Oh, no, McKay's? McKay's? Yeah. Really? Oh, okay. Well, we definitely have to do that. There is also another 
Um, this is a little farther away. This is in Anacortes, and they're doing beer on the pier. So uh, Anacortes beer on the pier is October 2nd and 3rd. Uh, 30 breweries in two days. Two days. So, so we uh, should reserve a hotel room now and just enjoy. Yeah, it's from 5 p.m. on Friday, October 2nd, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. Saturday, October 3rd. Um, I think if we bring the Jeep, we can just put the back six. down and sleep in the back. Oh, snuggle together. Yeah, why not? I'll just, I'll just, I, I can curl up to a toilet anywhere. So I'm. <laughs> um, I'll just cuddle Rick. I'm just gonna wear my tidy whities and curl up to a toilet. I'll be fine. <laughs> I'll be fine. But there's, those are a couple things that are coming up here in in the the, the greater Northwest. And uh, you know what? Um, good night, Paul. Good night, Dave. Good night, everybody. <laughs> Oh, ich wünschte, ich wäre ein Oscar Mayer Weihnachtsschnitzel. Das ist, was ich wirklich liebe sein. Whoa, not sure what just happened, but wow. Beer Plus 3 featured Jeff Swatman, Michael Zamora, and Bree the Intern. Please subscribe so you won't miss out on future alcohol-fueled antics. You can find Beer Plus 3 on iTunes, SoundCloud.com, Stitcher, and anywhere else finer podcasts are sold. Also connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram or email us at beerplus3 at gmail.com. Good night, Dave. Ooh, I haven't tried any of your Earl Grey cookies. Mm-hmm. 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 The black drops are making them. Yeah. They're making all their own pastries. They're actually right on. buying the barbershop next to them to make into their bakery. Oh, wow. So they do like, all. most of their foods are like gluten-free or like completely yeah. vegan. So I mean, and it's, it's not like I care about that kind of stuff, yeah. but I think it's really cool that they branched out to make these items. And like my favorites are black bean brownie and there's no flour, egg, anything. It's just the... It's just the binder is black beans. So basically, you're having the healthiest brownie of your life, but it is so rich and chocolatey. You wouldn't really? know. And it was just like, I can get through. They're about this big, and I get through about half of them, and I'm full for the next six hours. Because <laughs> you're eating so much chocolate, but then you also have all the beans and the protein. You're just like, it's a healthy breakfast, right? Right? You can't judge me. <laughs> sure. Protein. Sure, yeah. No, but. It's all good. They're. They, they've really outdone themselves. Like, mm-hmm. uh, when I was working in Bellingham, like, I would get in there right when they finished baking, so everything just wafted and smelled delicious, <laughs> and I was just like, all right, so I was, gonna, you know, going to have eggs for breakfast, but I think I'm going to have all your cookies, brownies, scones, you know, just lay it on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right on. You okay with there, Mike? Getting settled in. I'm getting settled in. Okay. Have an early morning or what? Um, yeah. Boy came in and jumped into bed with me. I wanted to wake up. Oh, yeah. Guys. That's two weekends in a row. He's cock blocked me. Kids are good at that. Fuck. Kids are very good at that. Really very good at that. They are. I mean, last time we even had it set up, I was just waiting. Like, okay, what's going to happen right now? I get up to go close the door. He comes running in and jumps on the bed. How old is your kid? <laughs> Don't kids stop, start doing that at some point? No. No. And I hope he doesn't. I mean, I enjoy spending the morning with him. We sat and watched uh, Penguins of Madagascar this morning. 
Madagascar. I know what you're gonna say. I love, I love the, the the strange and mysterious accent that comes from nowhere for you. You have a, a, a certainly an unusual way of pronouncing things. Did I not say it right, Madagascar? Madagascar. It's there's no there's, there's no Madagascar. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's, I in that word or e. I just make it up as Madagascar. I go along. Yeah, no, we all do. We all do. You should hear some of our. Uh, the people at work try to pronounce some of the names of the slot machines, like, uh, uh, what did he call? Uh, there was uh, uh, Cobbers and Daubers. Um, it was actually Coppers and Robbers, but <laughs> Cobbers and Daubers. I know I was just watching uh, Comic Book Girl 19, and they have a, like a kind of a podcast, but they do it in a studio so you can watch, and they have like all these things that come down. And Comic Book Girl? Comic Book Girl 19. You haven't seen her? I'll have to show them to you. She's... She's probably our age. She's probably late 30s, early 40s. And she's pretty awesome. She's incredible. She has great taste. She did uh, a bunch of videos on uh, uh, Game of Thrones, like the history of like all the houses and stuff, and did that. And now she's doing the X-Men, and she does a lot of different little things. So I'll have to shoot her picture to you. How do you like the comic book men? I'm not sure about the girl. Comic book girl 19 is better than the men. She sounds more professional at any rate. Also, she uh, she had uh, she made a calendar for this year, and uh, it looks pretty amazing. <laughs> she basically does cosplay of all kinds of different stuff, and she has the body to do it. Let's just put it that way. Uh, ready? Speaking of the body to do it, the mirror's edge. It tells me it's home time, but I'm not finished because you're not by my side. And as I arrived, I thought I saw you leaving, carrying your shoes. Decided that once again, I was just dreaming of bumping into you. Now it's three in the morning, and I'm trying to change my mind. Left you multiple missed calls, and to my message, you reply. God, that's late at the night to be replying to messages. He could be a booty call. Why do you only call me when you're high? Hi, you only call me when you're high. Somewhere darker, taking the same shite. I need a partner. Well, are you out tonight? It's harder and harder to get you to listen. The more I get through the gears and capable of making all right decisions, and I'm having bad ideas, and it's three in the morning, and I'm trying to change my mind, left you multiple missed calls, and my message you reply, why do you always call me only when you're high? Hi, why do you only call me when you're high? Mecca lecca hi, mecca lecca ho, <laughs> mecca lecca beer plus three, here we go.